Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from soloamory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I and what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best-selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. I went to Hawaii on my honeymoon with my first husband. He was an intuitive healer and teacher. One day, while on the island of Kauai, we decided to hike six miles up the Nepali coast. In the very first mile, I was out of breath, struggling physically and mentally. I started to get frustrated as I slipped and fell several times. Matthew stopped me, and he had me take a deep breath. He asked me to bring my attention to the sole of my right foot. He had me get more specific, bringing my focus to my toes and heel as they sank into the moist mud underneath. He had me get even more specific, focusing on my big toe and how it felt in my wet hiking shoes. He led me through a mindful journey from toe to toe and foot to foot, I could sense my body relaxing as my muscles released an unspoken expectation that I had to push, push, push to the top. I believed that my reward was on that pinnacle. When he felt that I was finally in a space of presence, he said to me, You are so focused on the end, the top of the mountain, that you're missing the journey. Look around you. Breathe in the fresh air. Open your ears and listen to the sounds of the birds. Feel your feet on the ground. Be here now. Okay, I said. I could feel in my bones what he was saying, and he was really right. I wasn't at all focused on the present moment, only on the destination of me at the top of the mountain looking down at the beautiful blue ocean. Before we continued, I took a few minutes to pull my energy and attention inward and focus on each step, settling into a quiet walking meditation. I began to sense how good each step felt. And before I knew it, five miles and several hours had passed and we were at the top. And yes, it was amazing. But the walk up the mountain was profound. It was as if the presence of each step and sensory experience of all the smells, sounds, and sights filled me up with the energy that was alive. My entire body was tingling. In the last episode, I discussed how relationships can be seen as reflections of what's going on within us. They're a part of our healing journey. Well, in this episode, I want to talk about that journey by sharing the one perspective shift that will bring you more curiosity and less pressure as you embark on your healing path. 
So after that Hawaiian hike, I began to process all that I learned. The lesson stuck with me as I began to apply it to other areas of my life. Eventually, it became symbolic of how I look at my deep internal work. This belief that it isn't just about the destination has allowed me the space to stay inquisitive as my life unfolds. It's helped me stay present to the healing that's actually happening in the moment instead of letting a future expectation suffocate it. When we commit to doing our inner work, it can be daunting and scary. We just want everything to be better so we can feel better. When our lives don't improve quickly or when we seem to feel better and then are faced with yet another challenging moment, we tend to feel defeated and hopeless. We have thoughts like, I thought I looked at this already, or why can't I just seem to figure this out? We keep peeling away each layer, hoping to get to the core of whatever the issue is and solve it. Then when that core never seems to be found, we give up, thinking we must have done something wrong. We put unrealistic expectations and mile markers on this internal work, which usually doesn't follow linear rules. It's messy with many twists and turns. This idea of putting your happiness in the future becomes a continual loop. We want to feel good and we want it fast, many times sitting from where we are thinking and thinking we'd be happier if we're in a different place. And then we strive to get there. And when we get there, wherever this there is, we find our attention ahead of ourselves once again, putting our happiness just outside our reach. The destination, this magical finish line, becomes an unknown made-up moment that is always outside of you. When you seem to get there, it moves again. When you seem to get there, it moves again again. And when we put all of our expectations and assumptions on that moment, we never find true happiness in our present moment. It's very similar to believing our happiness is found outside of ourselves. In the story about my Hawaiian hike, I thought my sense of accomplishment, my transcendent moment, was going to be at the top of that mountain. But when I allowed myself to be open to the process, the journey, I found that I was having a multitude of aha moments with every single step. We are always evolving, always growing, and always uncovering. It's never ending throughout our lifetime. Embracing this concept is what took me from feeling inadequate Feeling like I would never find relief, oftentimes saying, haven't I gotten over this yet? To celebrating my small achievements, my small mental shifts. It helped me reframe my experience with a continual challenge to inquiry and curiosity. A feeling of, ooh, what else is underneath this? People ask me all the time what I think makes a successful relationship. What makes relationships work? Yes, open, respectful communication is important. Yes, vulnerability and openness are foundational. But you can't accomplish those fully without self-awareness. 
without awareness of what's going on within us, as well as a desire to evolve and heal ourselves, our relationships will remain surface experiences. Intimacy with self leads to intimacy with others. My partner is not responsible for my inner work. My partner can hold me with care and compassion while I'm searching, but they can't do it for me, and I can't ask them to take responsibility for my healing. I have found through my own work and my work with clients that when someone takes the responsibility to look within, does their own personal evolutionary work, being present each step of the way, the inner work becomes like a moving meditation, a dialogue between self and higher self, self and whatever you believe is bigger than you, be it spirit, God, united consciousness, universe, or something else. You become more observant of what comes to the surface. You come to gratitude first and foremost, because instead of it being a comment that nothing has worked, it becomes an opening for deeper healing. It becomes a part of your healing journey, the story with an ending waiting to be written. Each moment an opportunity to design another chapter in the unfolding of your life. It all sounds great, right? But when you're deep in pain, it sometimes feels impossible to get to the place of looking at it as an opportunity, as a good thing. So how can you bring your mind, body, and spirit back to the present moment, reframe the pain from challenged opportunity, and release the expectation of an illusory outcome? Here are some ways I've found that have helped me Focus my attention back to the journey when I so desperately want to be at the destination. One way is that I bring my awareness back to my body and back to my breath. The mini mindful exercise that Matthew led me through during our Hawaiian hike is still something I do to this day. Bringing my attention to my body and where it is in space helps me stay in the present moment. Another is that I check in to see how I'm feeling and then honor that feeling within. I talk to myself a lot in my moments of struggle, attempting to be as accepting and compassionate as possible. I say a gentle hello to the sensations in my body and tell myself that I'm okay for feeling whatever it is I'm feeling. And when I do this, I can literally feel my body relax as I'm given the chance to just feel what I feel and have it be okay, to be the one to hear and to listen and to acknowledge and accept my own feelings is really empowering. Another thing that I do is that I'll tell myself that everything is working for my advantage. This is a belief that I've adopted because whenever I look backwards at events that were difficult, I always find that it did, in fact, work out better than I could have imagined, or that it taught me such a valuable lesson which shaped my identity. And so even if it feels challenging, I tell myself that I'm doing a good job and that Although I may not feel it or understand it, that it's working for me and it's helping me do deeper healing work. And sometimes 
this doesn't even work for me. So if I can't seem to self-talk and help myself through that moment, I'll put on a guided meditation or hypnosis. And I'm going to link one or two of those in the show notes so you can click right to them. Another thing that I do is gratitude. Gratitude is a great practice to bring you back to the present moment. So sometimes I'll make a list, a gratitude list, and read it over and over, feeling the gratitude in my body. That's an important step. This helps to focus my energy to what's feeling good in this moment. And where focus goes, energy flows. So the more I focus on what I'm thankful for, truly thankful for in the moment, even if it's just that the sun is bringing warmth to my body or the delicious cup of coffee in front of me, the more I feel it and focus on it, the more the feeling grows within me. And lastly, I double down on my self-care practice. I started mine almost six years ago, and it has become my lifeline during challenging times. So we're going to go much deeper into self-care in the next episode, because I've come to find it's not just about doing something nice for yourself or a luxury that only wealthy people do. It's part of this journey that I've just talked about. It's part of embracing the present moment of the journey that you're here to evolve and grow in this lifetime. And it's so much more than even that. Stay tuned and stay curious. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you. Go to www.relationshipdiversitypodcast.com to get your sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, carriejaroslow.com, Instagram, and TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. wondering why you never seem to find lasting fulfillment in your relationships? Or do you create the same kinds of relationship experiences over and over again? Can you never seem to find even one person who you want to explore a relationship with? Have you just given up hope altogether? If this sounds like you, my recent book, Why Do They Always Break Up With Me, is the perfect place to start. The foundation of any relationship, whether intimate or not, is the relationship we have with ourselves. In the book, I lead you through eight clear steps to start or continue your self-exploration journey. You'll learn about the importance of self-acceptance, gratitude, belief shifting, and forgiveness, and given exercises to experience these life-changing concepts. This is the process I use to shift my relationships from continual heartbreak to what they are now, fulfilling, soul-nourishing, compassionate, and loving. 
it is possible for you. This book can set you on a path to get there. Currently available through Amazon or through the link in the show notes.